0: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hi besties, welcome to or welcome back to Trying to Care. If you're new here, hello, I'm Ashley. I like to consider this podcast Mine and Your Therapy, where I just talk about things that I personally care way too much about that I don't necessarily think I should. Um, So the last Monday of every month, I do an advice session on one specific topic. So today's episode is going to be all about relationships and situationships. But before we get into that, make sure to follow me on all my socials. Those are linked in today's description. Now, let's get into the questions. All right, so we're starting off with how to cope with an ex moving on and seeing someone else. I first want to start off by saying, obviously, breakups are so fucking hard as is without having to see them move on with someone new. I mean, you spent a life with this person. You built a relationship and a life with them. They and your relationship were a priority to you. Losing that is gut-wrenching and it's uncomfortable. You get used to your everyday routine with this person, with seeing them, with texting them. Having to let go of that and adjust to your new life and your new routine is really hard and it takes time. But it's a different type of pain when you let go of that relationship, whether it was your decision or theirs, and you see them move on and start with someone new. Obviously, your relationship ended for a reason and they don't necessarily owe you anything, but it still feels like betrayal. It makes you question almost everything from their feelings to you, to their motive during the relationship, to their feelings about the relationship ending, and it makes you feel inadequate. Like, how could someone move on so easily from me if they love me so much? How could they start seeing someone new if they're heartbroken over us ending? And you ask yourself all of these questions because you know how you feel and you know that you couldn't move on that easily. When my ex and I broke up, he immediately started seeing the girl he cheated on me with and I took it very personally. I would compare myself to her and pick myself apart on what she had that I didn't and why this guy was abandoning our relationship for a new one with her, and it made me go fucking insane. Not only did I feel like shit about myself, but I allowed what he had done and allowed him moving on to taint our entire relationship. Because he left me for someone and was in this new relationship, it made me so angry because I felt like I wasted two years of my life And everything that I thought was true about him and about us was a lie. And I spiraled into a really, really bad and dark place. What I wish I could go back and tell myself is, him moving on has nothing to do with me. When your relationship ends, that shit is over. No matter how badly you want it, if someone is making a decision to walk away from you, That isn't your person. Your person is not going to abandon you. They aren't going to choose someone else over you. They aren't going to make you insecure and make you compare yourself to someone else. So, if there is someone who is doing that to you or making you feel that way, let them walk. Let them start that new relationship. Fuck, wish them well. They are doing you a favor. I think it's important that you look at the bigger picture. Often, when things end, we only look at the ending and fixate on how broken we feel. We spend all of this time crying about how it's over and how we're never going to meet anyone else like them. But the thing is well, one, let's hope you don't meet anyone else like them. They were ass. But two, you won't meet anyone else who is good for you by fixating on what's bad for you. Look at your ex moving on as a gift, to remind you that it's over, and it's time to close that chapter to start a new one. That relationship had to end in order for good things to begin, and I promise you, in a year from now, you're going to want to thank your ex's new partner for taking them off your hands. Why can't I move on from my first boyfriend if we've already been broken up for a month? Girlie Pie, I hate to break this to you, but... It's probably going to take much longer than a month, especially if this is your first boyfriend. Even if you were dating someone for a week, I don't think there's a defined or specific timeline on when you should be over someone or when you should move on. Real feelings don't disappear overnight. Just because you break up and stop talking for a few weeks doesn't mean those feelings go away. There's a huge difference in breaking up and losing feelings for someone. They don't always exist together. Obviously, you could break up because you lost feelings, but just because you decide to separate from someone doesn't mean those feelings you had for them detach from you too. One thing that I've learned from my past relationships is just because you love someone doesn't mean you should be together. And just because you aren't with someone doesn't mean you stop loving them. If you're going through a breakup right now and you're like, this is fucking hell, why can't I move on? Why can't I just get over them? Take a deep breath, bestie, and understand that healing takes time and you can't rush through it. If you want to properly heal, you need to allow yourself time to be upset and cry and be pissed off and be all of the things that come with heartbreak. If you weren't upset and going through what you are right now, I would probably question how much that person and the relationship meant to you. You're having a hard time moving on because you loved them or you cared about them. And that's normal and so okay. So just take the time now to process how you feel, feel it, and don't make yourself get over it in some specific timeline. The next one isn't really a question, but more of something someone needs advice on. And that is regretting past decisions you have made with boys on a night out, hooking up with different ones, putting too much pressure on yourself and you feel like you're speaking to too many. I'm not going to lie. It makes my blood boil that there's still such a double standard when it comes to hookups. When guys go out and hook up with a bunch of girls, they are validated so hard. Their boys dap them up. They get all the juicy details on who they hooked up with, how it was. And then us girls do that and it's the end of the world. We're so badly slut-shamed and are bullied into feeling bad about being intimate with people and not saying that anyone has slut-shamed this person in particular, but I think a huge reason for why we regret deciding to hook up with more than one person or why we feel lousy after we do is because we have it ingrained in our heads that if we do that, we're fucked up. We're sluts, we're not worthy of being loved, we have daddy issues, we're so easy and we're ran through, when that's not the case at all. Just like guys, women like sex, women like to hook up with people, women like to feel good. With all of that being said, I think it's good to reflect on your decisions. Why do you feel like you regret hooking up with these people? Did you want to do that? Did someone pressure you? Did you feel bad afterwards? Did you enjoy hooking up with them until people found out and are now judging you? Did anyone get hurt in the process of these hookups? Because the only things I genuinely think you should be concerned about is if you're being true to yourself and if you're being malicious towards others. If you're single and hooking up with other single people and you're safe and you're transparent about who you're sleeping with, and what you want out of this hookup there's no reason for you to regret moving forward and doing that as long as you know what you want and you're making decisions for yourself you should not feel bad or feel pressured also it's literally downpouring right now torrential downpour so if you hear pitter patter in the background or a su- it sounds like a tsunami's behind me that's why um so sorry about that but the next question is do you think boys settle when they're ready and not because they found the one. I've seen this question being discussed all over social media, especially TikTok, and they talk more about men settling down for marriage. Um, But I do believe that's the case, marriage or not. Like think about a situationship you've been in where you really like this person and you can tell they feel the same way about you and they express their interest in you. They do X, Y, and Z, like holding your hand and buying you flowers and complimenting you but they refuse to make it official and then you two end and a year or however long goes by and you see them settle down with someone else. It's really easy to tell yourself that they must have not liked you as much as this person or they're more serious about this person than they were with you, which could totally be the case. But also, it might just be that over that time, this person was able to grow and learn and be done with Being open and hooking up with a bunch of people, and they're ready to settle down and be serious with someone. So maybe if you met them at this time two years later than you did, maybe it would be you that they're settling with. But the hard truth is no matter how good you are to someone, no matter how much of a bombshell you are, if that person is not mature, grown, emotionally available, and willing to treat you right. They won't. They will not settle down and give you what you deserve. And I think that's why a lot of people say, right person, wrong time, because maybe in a different circumstance where they were ready, you two would have worked out and they would have settled down with you and not them. Moving on, the next two questions are about being bored in your relationships or just life. So the first one is Do I like him or am I just bored? This isn't for every case. This is just my personal experience. But I've kind of learned that if I ever have to question my feelings for someone and ask myself if I like them, I probably don't. (laughs) That's just the truth. I fall very hard for people. So when I like someone, I know for damn sure I like them. But there's definitely been instances where I've only talked to a person because I just got out of a relationship And I need a distraction or I was bored of being single or I just wanted attention. And when I look back at these people I talked to and I thought I liked, I can now see that I didn't really like them. I liked the idea of them or how they made me feel. I didn't necessarily like them or want to be with them. I just liked the idea of someone giving me their undivided attention. And as fucked up as it sounds... I liked thinking about how they felt about me. It's kind of like when you imagine how others perceive you on social media, like you stalk yourself pretending to be someone else. I like to imagine them being obsessed with me and me imagining that me making up how they felt about me is borderline insane, but also shows how fucking bored I was. And maybe you're not even talking to this person. Maybe you just have a crush. School crushes and work crushes are so real, but also so fake. Like, would this person appeal to you in the outside world? Or are you just using them to distract you and get you through a shitty work day or a class that you hate? Flirting with someone in kind of the chase of a crush is much more fun and interesting than working or doing schoolwork. And that's why now I look back at people I had crushes on and I'm like, oh yeah, that was absolutely boredom at its finest, and me trying to distract myself because what the fuck? How to deal with different stages of the relationship, sex life, etc. Being in an eight-year relationship and bored. I think there's a lot of reasons why people get bored in long-term relationships. One being that their needs are no longer being met because the people in the relationship get too comfortable. But also, insecurities start to form as you look at other relationships That seems so much happier and they look like they're having so much fun You see this couple that just started dating and are in the honeymoon phase And you start comparing it to your relationship at the beginning stages to now And by doing that It can be really easy to get into your head and be like wow I don't feel the way I used to about this person I don't get as excited To spend time with this person as I used to things are different now than they used to be. And it's like, well, yeah, no shit. You've created a life with this person and the dynamic of the relationship has changed. The relationship is going to evolve as you get to know each other and add things into the equation like new friends, new jobs, children, married life. It's going to feel different because it is different. A lot of the time when people get out of the honeymoon phase, they start questioning their feelings for their partner because the butterflies and nervousness goes away. And that can be alarming because we associate those feelings with liking someone. But having a genuine connection and loving someone is so much more than just the initial interest or excitement. It's the happiness you feel around them, the comfort, the need to Want to spend more time around them, even if it's just sitting on your phone. It's wanting to and being able to share experiences together. And where I think people struggle, especially in long term relationships, is they become very dependent on this person and expect this person to fill a void for them. They aren't happy with themselves and don't really know who they are or what they like, and they don't have their own friends or interests. So when their partner can no longer be someone to put a band aid on that and fill their time, they check out and want to leave the relationship or find someone else who isn't going to make them bored. They think the relationship is boring or lacking when it's something they need to fix internally, or else the same issue is going to follow them into the next relationship. The best thing you can do is communicate with your partner. Express you need more time together. Express how you want to make intimacy a priority. Express your needs. Because unfortunately, if you can't get that across to another person, they won't know because they aren't a mind reader. I saw this couple on TikTok where they post about how every month they plan two dates, one where they go out and one where they stay in. And obviously they can go on more dates than the two, but they schedule two definite dates So they're making each other a priority. This way, you're still showing up for each other, but also allowing each other to live your own individual lives with your own friends and plans and make time for yourself. Because yes, you should be making your significant other a priority and your relationship a priority, but making time for yourself in a relationship should also be a priority. Which leads me to the next question, which is, how to grow as individuals while still in a couple. So like I was just saying about making time for yourself while being in a relationship, you need time apart from your partner. If you two have healthy communication, you trust each other, you're loyal to each other, then nothing bad is going to happen by having time apart and having time for yourself. You will not grow as an individual by minimizing yourself for another person. You will not grow by sitting back and only doing what the other person wants. You will not grow by being up each other's asses. You need to have your own things and experiences and friends and life. Just because you get into a relationship does not mean that you take on the other person's everything. You're both still individuals. You should be encouraging each other to explore your interests and venture out and do what you want to do. Because if you don't, Not only will you not grow, but you'll start to resent your partner. Think about every time your parents told you no to something that was really important to you as a teenager, even if they had good intentions. It still created distance between you two because you felt as if your needs and your interests didn't matter to them. It made you feel as if you couldn't express who you are. The same thing goes for you and your relationship. Is there times where I wish my boyfriend wasn't golfing? Yeah, kind of. But if that's what he wants to do, I've got to let him do it because if I make him stay home, he's going to be unhappy and he's going to low-key resent me because I'm not supporting him or encouraging him to do what he wants to do. I've had boyfriends who didn't want me to post on social media and I stopped because I wanted to make them happy. But it made me unhappy And it hindered my growth and I resented them for it. I've already talked about this on TikTok before, but my boyfriend and I live together. We've lived together for like four years, but we just moved into a house and this house finally has more than one bedroom. So yeah, we still share a bedroom and sleep together every night, but we also have our own space in the house. I have my studio in my closet and then he has his little man cave And this allows us to be able to take space from each other and enjoy our own things. When we lived in the apartment, we were constantly up each other's asses and in each other's way and it became very stressful and very difficult no matter how much you love someone. When you spend so much time with that person, it gets to be a little too much and you get annoyed. People need space. Time apart is healthy and it's needed. I think the best advice I can give you is to start showing up for yourself just as much, if not more, than you do for your partner. Don't neglect your partner, but when you're scheduling time for them, make sure you're scheduling time for yourself as well. Make sure you're taking care of yourself and your needs and you're not making yourself small to make the relationship work this is going to be the last question. I did get a lot of questions for this session. So if I missed yours, there will be a part two eventually. So don't worry. But the last question is, do you believe that you will never be able to get over your first love? I genuinely believe it depends on the person. For me, when I have a connection with someone, it's really hard to let go of that completely because they did impact my life. And No matter how bad it ended, we still did have a connection and shared so much with each other. And part of me does believe that if you held love for someone at some point in your life, you'll always have some type of soft spot for them. And that's not to say that if you love someone once, you'll be in love with them forever. Love and in love are two very different things. And just because you have love for someone doesn't mean you want to rekindle the relationship or get back with them or even talk to them. But when you have a strong connection with someone like your first love, it's very vulnerable. You share with them things you've never shared with anyone. You let your walls down. You experience feelings you've never felt before. And I think even after that ends and a long period of time goes on, you still compare a lot of your experiences to that time because it impacted you so strongly. And when you remember those times with that person, you could still feel those feelings because memories and feelings do coexist. But just because you could feel the love you once had doesn't mean it's relevant. Just because you remember how it felt the day you met them and you relive that and you can feel that, it doesn't mean that feeling is how you feel about them now. Does that make sense at all? Like, I do think you could hold love for your first love and care about them and think about them more than you would for another ex, but I don't think the feeling of in love stays forever. I think pretending that this person didn't impact you the way they did is unrealistic. I think it's unrealistic to expect your partner to not think about their first love or talk about their first love. Like, I will openly talk about mine to my boyfriend if it comes up in casual conversation or I'm venting about something. Like I'm not gonna go out of my way to talk about him, but you should feel safe to be able to talk about them just the way you would talk about anyone in your life who meant a lot to you. It doesn't mean you miss them or that you want them back. Time really does heal everything. And I think with that, being in love with that person fades and you move on. And I don't think you need to minimize how you feel or how you felt or block them out of your mind completely to move on with your life and be happy. I hope all of that made sense, but that's going to be everything for today. I hope that this advice session gave you some clarity or helped you in some way. If you want one of your questions to be featured in an upcoming advice session, make sure to check out the Google form linked in the description, and you can fill that out, as well as checking out the sponsor and my socials. As always, thank you so much for listening, besties. I love you so much, and I will talk to you next time. Bye, besties.